I am Pitt. And I am Ravine. And we are the New Wave Podcast. Co-host. Today we have a co-host. What? Yeah, we're co-hosts. I know, I said this, we are the New Wave Podcast. Yeah. Hi. Hello, everyone. Didn't to be co-mayors. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, yes. This is a perfect timing. So last night, um, <laughs> me and Pitt went on Twitter and we started writing our... Um, mapping out our new country mm-hmm. we are um creating a new country called dehukistan mm-hmm. and um we're breaking away from everyone. the rest of yeah everyone it's just dehukistan and gunditma darubaritma like omedia and so on and you know, yeah, all the villages surrounding Duhuk are gonna become cities, and we're gonna keep them as guns, though, because you gotta keep the. Yeah, you can never take the gun out of the the city. You yeah. know, like I mean, and I think that's one thing that was really interesting last night that we were talking about was that uh, Duhuk has transformed from a village into a city, and now and soon to be a country called Duhukistan. You know, mm. and I think it's amazing, and I think it has a very like the people are stuck between, you know, it's like, are we a city? Do we, are we city people? Are we good? Are we village people? They just, you know, they're stuck in, in the middle. And I think it's time for them to add one more, you know. Um, yeah, and I feel like um, also Duhuk is, um, it's not very recognized as, you know, Kurdistan. Like, yeah, it's there, but it's like, you know, and this is no we're like the underdogs yeah, we, are, we are big underdogs and, and i love supporting the underdogs and i just you know? think Bodin people in general are underdogs yeah man. and so it's like it's... okay how much can i get i'm the book okay and then our yeah, arms we are, are open. We are open. We are open. Our borders are open for everybody. We're very, um, you know, we're we're gonna be a very chill country. We're gonna we're yeah, gonna be the new Switzerland. Not... We're gonna be neutral to everyone and Hama. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Our country is gonna be for our people. Yes, for the people. Boom, the economy is gonna be booming. We're gonna have um Soccer, uh, football tournaments that brings in a bunch of tourists from all over the world. Yeah. We're going to have... Shekhani um, dance-offs between the different yes. types of guns and their different versions of Shekhani and competition. <laughs> and, you know, we have our culture. We have the Duhuk Dam. We have our mountains. We yes, have yes. You know, well, who wouldn't want to live in Duhukistan? You know, you're surrounded by two mountains that sometimes feels very claustrophobic and like the mountains are closing in on the city, but it's okay. Yeah. It, it's our protectors. We don't even need a military force. We the mountains no are protecting us. No government. No government. Me and Nuvi no, will no, be no. co-mayors. Probably anyone else who wants to be can also be co-mayors. Yeah, whoever wants to be a mayor, they can be a mayor in Duhukistan. Yeah. For the everybody. It's for everybody. And everyone um, is important. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, oh, it's fine, fine. You can have, you guys have Kirkuk, we have Barush. Balada. No problem. Well, you have, and Akre, we can ask the people of Akre. If they want to join the Hukistan, they can. If not, that's fine. We have Giremol. You know, we can start, we can start, Um, yeah. Everything yeah, Duhuk is going to be, 
We have everything we need, you know, agriculture set, you know, Sharia. Yeah, we have yeah, our different fine, culture, different types of people. Oh, yeah, very diverse. Dhukistan is a very, very diverse place, by the yeah. way. And I okay. love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Harbiji Dhuku Dhukistan. Dhuki or Dhukistan? And. Anyways, um, so we have a guest. We have a, we have a guest. Um, hi, Sharifa. Welcome, welcome. Hi. How are you doing? Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm pretty good. Um, yeah. During this whole pandemic. Yeah, I hope. I'm I hope we all good. get the right. leave out of this. Yeah. We are. Yeah, we all leave out of this. This state as better and stronger oh yes people with more wisdom and hope you know um sharifa i i Mm. met you through instagram yeah and we haven't met in person yes we did (laughs) no we haven't i live way too far away just yet we will meet each other and um i think the first work of yours that i've seen um was a performance that you did and you had like a white corset on and you were tying a red ribbon around your waist oh my god when i saw that i don't know who shared it or how i saw it or maybe i was following you i don't know but i saw that and i was just like oh my god i'm in love who is this person i want to be her friend Yeah, um, that was actually my, so yeah, as you know, we both go to um, Art Academy and I go to Art Academy here in Denmark mm-hmm. uh, in the second largest city here in Denmark. It's called Alfus. Mm-hmm. And that was my first year's exhibition. That was like the first year work. I actually look back, like I'm my second second year, like um, in, in my, on my bachelor's and I'm kind of looking back with like kind of a ugh, cringy kind of like a hindsight like I could do but like I can edit that mm-hmm. but you know you always do that I guess I guess as you get better I guess but um I it was it was a video well I don't know a video performance art video um as an ode to my one of my favorite poets uh, to my favorite poets who um had has this really expressive way of using words like this really graphic and like way of like um expressing sorrow, pain, happiness, and joy, and all these things we experience in life. But but they were both males, and I, one of them, a Muslim male, and I found it really, uh, I needed the perspective to mm. from a women's uh, perspective, a Kurdish women's especially. So um, I did my own, and I used my own uh, experiences as, um, as being a Kurdish woman and, and going up in a predominantly Muslim uh, village and with a Muslim family. So it was a very... Um, it was kind of like a, like a, mm-hmm. like a yes. fuck you, to some of the critical parts of my like culture, in the in the first like years like exhibition, and then I eased into like just you know doing, uh, the mode because I had to I had to get that out I had to like be really rebellious about it and just get all my because most of the poems it was like poetry I did it was all my own, uh, poetry that I I used in that video and it was very like like uh, video like poems I've I've saved away for years that was like my innermost like thoughts and like um yeah yeah just things i wanted to get out and yeah how you 
So. We want to know, like, Denmark, when you got to Denmark, were you born, you know, up until, like, how you got into art school, if you can summarize or sum it up for us a little bit and give our um, listeners a little more backstory yeah. about who you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll do my best. <laughs> um, I'll do my best. Um, well, I I came to Denmark uh, back in 96. My dad was already here, like, ever since the 80s, because uh, Denmark kind of uh, called in and called out for a lot of uh, immigrant workers in the uh, mm-hmm. seven, in 60s, 70s, and 80s, and my dad was, like, one of them. So, you know, we were, like, he was a big part of the, the how would you say, like, the groundwork of mm. the civilization and capitalism that Denmark is today, definitely. And, um, and of course, still not appreciated. But um, he came here and he, he kind of worked his way up and then he could finally bring us up here. So me and my four other siblings from where? came along uh, in 96 and then, you know, uh, from Turkey. So I'm, I'm actually like, like, you know, when people ask me, where are you from? Yeah. I always have to say I'm a, I'm a Turkish Kurd because you know how it is at this place. And yeah. so I, I always have to, I have to explain I'm from Turkey, but I'm Kurdish, and I'm from yeah. uh, the the biggest region where most Kurds are from, which is Konya, which is like the Anatolia, like like south border of, of Turkey. So yeah, um, how old like, were you when you came to we Denmark? Came up here, and you know, I, I wow, I was I was five. I think my yeah, I think my biggest, honestly, Naveen, I think uh, my biggest like sorrow all my life, like the sorrow that I carry the most in my heart, is the separation from my village and my life there because I was a happy kid my mom told me I was the happiest kid when I was a kid and Mm. then when I came to Denmark I straight up went to depression mode like I was like like really turned into a sad kid like so I I have this big sorrow that I really carry with me which is like like having to like it's a good thing like my dad did you know he tried to you know all Mm -hmm. like our parents move away to like create a better life for us of course and I, I will never take that away from them but like I, I wish honestly mm. like personally I wish it never happened because I know I would have been a happier like person I just know it in my heart but, you know now I'm here and now I've um, built up all that <laughs> unjustification I've lived through like staying here in a western country that doesn't care one bit about um, BIPOCs at all and POCs and Kurds so like I'm just building all that about, like up and then using it in my art and just yeah no that, that makes complete um, sense okay yeah, if that makes um, sense and, how, know, but, yeah. <laughs> um, and then when did you yeah. decide to go to art school um yeah that happened later in like I, <laughs> I um yeah like yeah I didn't get to say that I guess um I would you know like everyone says I've always been creative yeah, yeah like I've always been creative whatever and that kind of that hobbyist thing kind of became a big time thing because then I started doing graffiti a lot and I started um, painting a lot and I was a part of this studio space and my older city, the city that I lived in before. And I just, I, I gave yeah. my art a big, like, I just started doing more art. And then I just, I was like, you know what? Let me try the, um, what is this art academy thing? This thing everybody's talking about. Maybe I'll get in, maybe mm. I won't get in. Cause usually people just, it's really hard to get in here in Denmark. A lot of people don't get in, and um, and I applied, and uh, out of two hundred people, seven people got in. And I was one of them, and I, it was it was I was taken aback. I was wow. really surprised because I only applied to one academy because 
usually replied to yeah you applied to a couple of them and I would I only applied to this one and I just straight got in I was just so surprised I did not like see that coming at all and um and then I was like oh, okay no I that's got to be a sign I got to take this art thing way more seriously now and um and I always used to do poetry and I always do, used to do graffiti and painting but then I just started diving more into my poetry and my uh, painting and my video wow. art and yeah. yeah and how is the so, art academy like is it a four-year yeah. bachelor's degree in art how does that work in Denmark well in Denmark it's uh it's actually five no wow. I think so off the bat I think it's six years and the reason why I think it's six years is because yeah no, it is it is three years of a bachelor's degree. And then after three years, when you get your bachelor's, mm. um, you can take your mm. master's, but you yeah. don't have to. You can actually live off just having your bachelor's here. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, and then some people choose to get their master's. Then after you get your master's, the one, the sixth year is, I think, kind mm. of like a year where you get a diploma to be able to teach. And then like after that, you can also teach. So I think it's like, all in all, yeah, yeah, you, can, like, you can say fuck it and just do. I'm sorry. I hope I can curse on your show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you can just do like like a bachelor's and then, you know, just find yeah. a studio space and just yeah. be like, wow, it's fine. Um, I'm just going to do my art. So now. you, so. you and I, I think something that we like all the conversations we have had um, has really been me and you shouting and complaining and screaming about art academia and how um yes how would you put it mm. what is it like what are we what are we shouting about just the feel i mean I, i'm gonna use the word that you use a lot which i just i love that it's like this, mm. this the word like displaced displacement the feelings of displacement but also yeah so like that word I really like mm. that word. Um, I would use that, and then maybe I'll yeah, like feeling displaced. And it was know. funny. You you had sent me a meme or like a tweet or something that said, <laughs> "You said academia is not a, of course academia is not a cult. In a cult, you have a sense of belonging." And and I was, I was like, "Holy crap, that is so true. That is so true." And I wonder, um, oh my god, um. Oh, where was I gonna go with this? Yeah, how 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 do you think after like okay, I think we're all like I think my how has your work changed after going into this envi- into these like white cube academic spaces? How have you changed? How have how has it like has it changed much? Or are you still are you battling? Are you like trying to resist this change? <laughs> um yeah I don't know I think yeah no I I, I understand where you're coming from and mm-hmm. no yeah no like <laughs> mm. also right now but also like in general like it's it's something that I really think about and I think I think what you like with the last thing you said about like resisting and I think that's that's kind of what I did yes. on my second year in my first year I was actually really trying to understand uh, I was really trying to understand like this dynamic and like um, first of all, I'm the only person of color in my school. There is no adoptee. There is no person 
like mixed nobody i'm the only one i'm the only representative of the other like the fucking other i hate apostrophe the other i hate that word i fucking hate it but that's the only you know word that uh, mostly artists and people in the art world use when they describe something that does not you know uh, portray the, the, the mainstream or like just what's what's the majority and and i just felt really left i really do i really really tried my best to like you know have my wife <laughs> person coat switch persona on all the time and like try to like fit in and i was trying to like fucking tap i did all that shit i really tried to like be a part of their student body but i just felt so i think that the, the first time like the first year the, the first day i realized that i was just not like them and i had to stop doing this fucking stupid dance was that it was it was like critique oh, and, yeah. and I, was I was trying to like showcase parents, actually that video um, and and that video had that. so video well it, it was horrible man it was fucking horrible it was like there was one girl who called it comedy like what like my, my video she was like i can't i can't take it seriously yeah like, i don't know what vibe like i just and i had to like i i eventually called her out and she was super like uncomfortable about me like personally coming all the way up to her like alone just like there was no one else in the room she was like super uncomfortable because i'm also very intense and like i just yeah and she was like very uncomfortable and Girl, I have no space for vulnerable white tears. I don't. And I just, I, I, after that, that was my first, first critique, right? After that critique, I noticed, oh, okay. So you guys, not, not only do you not understand and are coming from an, like a place of not understanding the multi-layered concepts of my culture and the, like the codings of my like culture and the things I'm trying to convey, which is fine. Like the storytelling that I have. Uh, are like super hybrid it's fun yeah but you don't even want to fucking try dude you don't even yeah. try you don't even want to and i think i can know it and that's what that, where it's one of those things where so it's, oh my god i think my first semester i felt i mean i think i'm still kind of like recovering from that like of just kind of like no but they you know um a lot of people made me feel like I wasn't doing my job correctly as an artist to get my point across. They were like, they're very much is so they were very quick to just be like, we don't understand. Therefore we're your audience right now. And the work is in front of us and we don't understand what you're trying to say. Therefore this is not, you're doing something wrong. Exactly. And they were, they failed to just like check themselves and be like, no, mm -hmm. like we don't, like no there's something wrong with us we don't you know there's something that we're not getting because we're not from this you know background and and i think that's the thing it's like that's fine you don't exactly. have to understand mm. um you know it's not it doesn't it's not for it doesn't have to be for you you know it doesn't have to be for anyone it's for me right but this this notion of like making you feel yeah. like you're a shitty artist because they don't understand like god forbid they get out of their comfort zone it's like we're exactly. you know like god forbid you're like they're in your arena and they don't exactly. know what to do so therefore they like a def as a like defense mechanism they'll just like start attacking exactly. and like call you know but anyways continue <laughs> sorry exactly no 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 but uh, it's so true what you're saying it's it's also like 
not only, I mean, I'm not only going to signify that it comes from a place of white privilege, it also comes from a place of a classes privilege, just like in general privilege, because like, for you to sit there and then have the privilege of saying, oh, this is dismissed, because this is something I don't understand. It is it is coming from a place of fear and ignorance, but it's also coming from a place of, of just being complicit with your own lack of like, um, just your own idiot like mm. stupidity like why don't you want to try to get to know what the fuck i'm saying why don't you try to understand like what like no no i just like the thing i don't understand the most mm. about my academy and just generally art academies and generally white art academies is like you are all these kind of like holistic like the most like vulnerable fragile parts of the young generation of this contemporary country and you're all pupped in like you're all squeezing in the same institution and you're all are so like fragile and sensitive and you're all trying to be like all lives matter you you really want to like like show this kind of persona exactly you don't you're, even you do don't it to the person sitting preach. right next and to then i think abuse. that was one of my like my fuck. mentor um from undergrad exactly before i went to grad school told me new and i i had messaged him like after my first critique and i was just like what the heck and he was like nuveen He's like, let me tell you something. A lot of the people you're going to be dealing with think that they are these really open-minded, progressive liberals or whatever, but you are in that space and you are challenging them. They, you're literally, you're, they're freaking out because they thought they were this way, but then when they're really faced with people like you and conversations that you're trying to have with your art, they freak, they're scared. They're like, make, they're like you know, we're making them question mm. their whole, like, ideologies and existence wow. ideas right so exactly yeah. oh. exactly yeah it's i mean i i on my second year i really <laughs> talk about like um resisting it as you asked earlier like and and just you know trying to push back in my second year exhibition i just i i kind of hit a a point where it was just i had enough and and uh i had a, a like internal f- kind of a fuzz and fight with some of the people I, not a fight but just a little incident that made me just <laughs> just I was just like you know I'm gonna make an exhibition about this so I made uh I made like um uh some I how do we like how do I explain which mm-hmm. two is but I sue I sue no, in um I sued <laughs> I sue, no you're fine uh in both, in, so is in mine. Both, my English is really bad <laughs> by the way but, um, I'm trying uh <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, no, but I, or embroidered or whatever, yeah. Embroidered, yeah. Embroidered, yeah. On a big piece of fabric, the words um, uh, "I have white privilege." <laughs> no, I have privilege. Just the words "I have privilege," but but they were placed in a way. It was on the fabric, and it was in Times New Roman. So it was it was like I have, I have, and then on the next side it, it was like empty, and then in the bottom it says privilege, and then I. I hung the fabric on a wall and on the wall I had done graffiti that said non-white. So Ooh. when I put the fabric on, it said I have non-white privilege. And yeah, and and you guys know that the first experience POCs have with like systematic institutional racism is like Microsoft words. So I I put my poems on like Microsoft and then I put my name underneath my poem. And then, you know, Microsoft mm-hmm. does that, you know, weird red line red lining underneath yeah just like because yeah. it doesn't understand, it doesn't know what the fuck the, like my name means because it can't like yeah 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 
So I put that on the walls next to the um, embroidery. And then that was my exhibition. And then, you know, people, I, the, the, the thing I wanted, the concept was that people, well, mostly people from my school, but also mostly white people, I wanted, to, I wanted them to stand in front of that embroidery and then try to understand, you know, how the white fabric and the white wall was like two different type of like um, worlds colliding. Because on the wall, there's me who's non-white and I'm the person who's standing in front and looking at it saying, I have non-white privilege. Because of course, I mean, I also have a privilege. I, I got into an art academy mm -hmm. as few POCs do, do here in, in Denmark and in Scandinavia. And that's mm -hmm. my privilege. But then again, you guys mm -hmm. have the upper privilege mm -hmm. because it says I have privilege, you know, white privilege. And I, when I tell you, dude, when I have my critique, mm -hmm. like, I, yeah. actually, I have my, like, third nervous breakdown. <laughs> yeah, that critique was horrible. Um, my teacher, like, was like, um, so, uh, you know that, you know, she was, she literally just was really condescending. She was like, you know that you typed it wrong. It doesn't, it doesn't say, it, it should say um, something about why... She, she, she just like was trying to edit white and say that it was supposed to be written differently and in danish it is like you can like edit it like saying wit mm -hmm. instead, instead of du. so it, it's like instead of being white it's like whitest and i was like um actually you're wrong and and i just i i want like it was it was so weird for her to like none of the people and like even my teacher didn't have anything to mm -hmm. say about the piece and the only thing she was able to say is how i like misspelled something which i didn't so it was so weird to sit there and critique and then just listen to them again, complicitly in silence, deny the, the reality of the work and the reality of the concept and the context of the work, which is directed at them and not me. And then me having to sit there and look at them and literally look my peers in the eyes. And then they're telling me, oh, um, you could have hung it differently. You could like, you could like hung it this way instead of this. Like it's just like like dude, mm. that's not the problem. I'm trying to talk to you. I'm trying to tell you guys you have a privilege, mm. and you're using it again, again. Like, fuck. It was just hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But then it, then again, and then it's like times like this where there's like times like that where it makes me even more. Um, it it. I'm reassured that I'm in the right place because I'm like, you know what? There, there needs to be more people like me who look like me, who, who come from the same place like me in spaces like this, you know, like I, um, the program that, that I'm in, we have like a, um, teaching, like we also like teach and TA and stuff in my first semester, we were like making mock lessons and, um, like, and compiling a list of artists to show um, my future students was like the best feeling in the world where I was like, oh my God, I'm in this position of like, ex you know, like exposing these students from like the wow. middle of Tennessee or East Tennessee mm. um, artwork that they don't usually see in, in mm. these textbooks, you know? So I think that is something like that I keep reminding myself of, and that like motivates me to keep going you know representation um, we need representation oh mm. yeah. yeah oh my god yeah oh my god yeah and that's that's partially also like after i had that third breakdown i i realized that i was also being too hard on myself because i was fighting this fight alone i'm i'm the only person in school 
that not only is, is a representative of some like a minority i'm also someone who's mm-hmm. actively very very like on ground in person being very activist about it like i'm very very anti-racist queer but like i'm i'm I, i'm really like passionate about this in a way where it's like honey you don't have anyone supporting you in school like calm down like you need to just save yourself so i mean i have my friends you know in the city and i have this really good friend in school um and he's really supportive but like other than that i'm like i'm i'm trying to to make use of this frustration i've had with this academy and this like this white institutionalistic like approach to everything and just denying my truth and like having to sit in class and and listen to people talk about sarah ahmed's text like about black feminism as as a lifeline and then them like totally like not understanding where she's coming from and then me having to do a racism 101 and try to explain them oh guys um so like it's this is how it works for me so this is how uh, minority artists actually struggle in the art world but you wouldn't understand because you're mm-hmm. not gonna start believing now as an art student so what i did actually um is i've actually i'm just this is i'm just telling you now this is really new but i'm gonna mm-hmm. i started doing this um navigation guide uh and um it's a manual and a navigation guide on how to survive art school as a BIPOC and it's uh it's a new it's like I made this bullet point 10 point um navigation guide where I'm like trying to um I'll Mm -hmm. I'll just read read the the head like the starting piece from the article uh, my article that goes like um uh a queer non-binary friendly guide on Mm -hmm. how to Oh. Uh, put out without without having to sell out in the art world um, yeah uh, being the only sub being the only subaltern representative of a white space institution yeah so it's just like now i'm just like really trying to like maybe I, i'm kind of resisting again i don't know but now i'm gonna make mm-hmm. this this article video whatever performance or whatever it's gonna be and then i'm gonna like, send it out i'm gonna put it on social media i don't care i'm just gonna make it very mm. obvious i'm not gonna make this struggle of being the only minority like this hard and this lonesome I'm, I'm so like just like you said being like representation matters then maybe like doing this will also do something because you know this the the beautiful way that we met it was through instagram and and that's like the beauty of, of globalization and just like media and, and technology and i think that for me to like do this and then maybe send it out it would oh i know, think i definitely think make, so and i think it's important that we maybe like we'll, this is why we'll. i wanted you to come on you know it's like we just have to talk about it and just um keep putting it out there and just like for me it's like when i first talked to you i felt like um i was like oh my god i'm not alone you know someone else is is going through it the same way and uh, not the same way exactly but you know we're all kind of in this together and it's just a matter of like sharing just keep sharing um our stories and experiences and try to like you know learn how to like move through it or or push through it or whatever um Mm. i i found this one um this one piece of like this piece of writing um from chromophobia by david bachelor have you read that um the one about how no it's mm, co- okay so i okay so this is art? from the okay is, so it says 
I'm going to read it. It says, this great white interior was empty even when it was full because most of what was in it didn't belong in it and would soon be purged from it. This was... This was people mainly and what they brought with them. Inside this great white interior, few things looked settled and even fewer looked at home. And those that did look settled also looked like they had been prepared, approved, trained, disciplined, marshaled. Those things that looked at home looked like they had already been purged from within. In a nutshell, those things that stayed had themselves been made either quite white, quite black, or quite gray. This world was entirely purged of color. All the walls, ceilings, floors, and fittings were white. All the furniture was black, and all the works of art were gray. Yeah. And that uh, that piece is like, wow. my God, it's like I've been <laughs> reading that over and over again, and it's been making me feel like, okay, like looking at the way I install my art on white walls, um, kind of like, oh, my God, I don't think I want to ever... Yeah show my work Mm. on a white wall again you know if I have a show I'm gonna like request like hey can I paint the wall blue can I paint Mm. it can I put a rug up instead um Mm. um, and then not only that like you know I mean I feel like we can interpret this in so many different ways um oh yeah wow that's that's really yeah I think it really encapsulates a lot of the feeling of like being a part of this not just the art world as yeah. a minority, but also like or it's yeah, kind of like, like one of those things yeah. where it's like it's, yeah it's, like what does art school what does a degree in art um really do what does it really offer other than you know something like a piece of paper it's like you know you you get to a certain status and your work is being shown then it's like you're you're getting like your work is getting um yeah, yeah, yeah. accepted like okay who who know, who um authorizes whether or who uh who makes who decides what gets into what show who decides what um work is going to go into this museum mainly white people right so this we work of art has exactly. been approved exactly. it's been trained exactly. it's been disciplined exactly. it's been marshaled and you know so it's such a effed up system man yeah 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 I mean, dude, I was literally told by my professor, one of my professors, she was like, um, stop, like, why don't you just for a while just stop to be so, like, stop being so critical about everything. Like, you have such an abstract mind, like, way of thinking, why don't you just focus that abstract gaze on, like, your paintings and your art, like, let go of the criticalness. I was like, art is political, bitch. Art is, like, critical and political. What are you talking about? I have this, I'm so tired of, like, like, artists and especially white artists being like oh yeah like I have the privilege of not having to engage in like anything that like provokes you know anything politicized like no everything is like every type of art you see is political or like when some artists will feel like they like um will kind of feel weird about the kind of work they're making after you tell them about the kind of work you're making and and they'll just be like well you know I'm just making not important paintings about flowers and and it's like okay like you own that like you need to freaking step up and own that dude like that's that's great yeah exactly but don't exactly feel insecure or weak when you're confronted with other artwork that isn't about that that makes any sense 
I've all yeah, I mean I've even no I've I think I'm, the thing that also annoys me is that I've met art students like completely fucking like the the textbook narcissistic type of art student that's like that that is so mm. good and very like their vernacular is like amazing in them explaining trying to explain how much their work is about Taoism and goddamn civil wars and all this shit. And that's why he used blue and he took Xanax while he did it. And that's why this is the outcome. And he, uh, yeah, that was his thought process. And then when I, and then in the same fucking critique, I'm going to talk. And then I try to, I really try to explain and put out like my concepts within my understanding and how I'm trying to like convey something with all the layers I can't like some of the things that I've I've I've, I've I come from my culture I like you I also work with my culture to read I I can't even some of the things I can't even put into words and then I yeah and then I'm kind of like oh what what are you trying to say like what I don't understand what you're saying but I understand but I understood with the painter with the as crackhead what he was trying to say because he's using these big fancy words and he's white and he's important, but I'm a, I'm a fucking, oh my God. I don't know, See, anthropologist over here. Also but he's, where I've noticed oh like being like, in academia, you know? like I'm at a disadvantage when it comes to language, you know, and, and being, uh, and, and I, uh, <laughs> but I sent you a message that my a mentor of mine sent me, Brandon Donahue, who was just kind of like, you know, Nuveen, you, you and I, I was like, I was went to him one day and, yes. I, and I was oh, yeah. just like, dude, I can't talk. I literally cannot talk to my peers. I don't know. I can't find the words to express what I'm trying to say. Like the works I like having like the materials. I'm so materially based and heavy and I like rely so heavily on my materials to do the talking for me that when it comes yeah. to talking and he's like, Nuveen, you can talk. You're just yeah you're just like hesitant because you're you don't talk like them you need to create your own language to talk the way you want to talk talk about your shit the way you want to talk about it and that has been like so yes. important mm. where it's like yeah mm. you're right like in a way in a sense it's like and in my first semester i swear i no, like i just became mm. mute because i was just kind of like oh my god i literally cannot engage like i don't know i just um but mm. yeah, I think I'm I'm faced mm. with that issue a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> that I mean I can't I can't say the same for myself because one thing that people know about me is that I'm such a fucking blabberhead. I talk so much. I will talk forever and ever, and I'm I will always talk. And the thing and but that but that kind of also like was pain in my ass in the end because literally when I started first year and second like. The, my first year I would I would I like people would always be so surprised mm. when I was doing critique because I was really good at it and I, I would critique people in a way where they were like wow that was really constructive thank you Sharifa I was I would talk at anyone's I would mm. never I would never shut up I would talk at anybody's uh, critique but yeah the more I gave <laughs> the less I got back right so I was like wait I'm put, I'm putting so much out I'm trying to be up in here and trying to give all you so much advice and and really constructive like references and like i'm i'm, I'm really like abstract and all i'm like all these associations i'm giving you guys and then when it's me it's just like oh oh what does the blood mean what does the the red ribbon mean Sharif? Why, yeah. what was you what, what was you thinking about I'm like dude i'm literally inspired by 
the very culture you guys come from because I'm I'm you know I'm brought up here I'm an immigrant kid so I don't understand how like and that's the that's the scary part is that I had mm -hmm. to learn through going to art academy what boundaries were and how to say no and how to like save my breath because I noticed oh my god Trifa you're putting so much out and you're really really exerting so much of your energy like even socially like I partied a lot in the first year but then I was like you know what I'm I'm better than this I'm better than you guys I'm gonna party somewhere else because I was so like I was really it wasn't from a place of like I want them to like me it was more of a place of wow you guys we're all artists yes we're all doing something great for the greater goods like we're, we're trying to you know whatever we all have storytelling genes and we want to like be out here and trying to save the world in our ways but then again I was like no wait you right. guys are, no I I don't see myself in your eyes yeah the student body's not me I'm just gonna leave like and yeah like boundaries and saving your breath that really is something that taught me a lot because some of these people just don't deserve but I also talk to them like Novi and I talk about everything so I just learned that you know what I yeah no I, I definitely not, I think that's you know, something that's yeah. really sometimes disappointed when you go into a space especially a shared space and the energy is so important when you're in a shared studio space and where you feel like you're like the fucking yeah. engine mm -hmm. right and the energy you're like just there's like all this energy and then you just the people yes. and like yo that energy it everyone around you will feed off of it but and 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 it's like and then eventually you're just like wait a second that's fine yes. like feed off of my energy all you want but i want like where's your energy you know like you keep taking and taking but i need i need that too exactly um, i want to take some energy from y'all as well and i think that's why it's really that's why it's really important like exactly. when you decide and the to go into like a certain yeah. program um to get really like familiar with the the work and the artists that are already there um and i honestly didn't even give myself that many options when applying to grad school i was just like you know this is convenient it's close to home um it's free studio space looks good whatever but then like once I got in I was just kind of like oh, I probably could have um, done a little more research but <laughs> you know um mm, mm. yeah I mean yeah that's it's it's just it's just a sad thing is like all in all also like it's how bad the ratio is dude like the ratio is shitty like I'm I'm I was told by my professor like because because I started shutting up during critique and she was like you have she literally said you have this power in you you're so on like you 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 really your critiques are good mm. why aren't you saying anything because she would start she would start to ask me during critique and I would and I would like I would snare back I would be like I don't have anything to say and she would keep asking and then she would like she called me and she was like I have to talk to you and she was like why won't you talk why won't you say anything and I was like because you know why because we talked about this I gave up I just don't want to be a part of this anymore I just don't want to give out my energy and she just she had the audacity to say, but you have this power and you have this, you have to like bring it out. And that's when I just realized, I realized like being a part of the academy and being a part of this program, I stepped into my power and I acknowledged I have this power and this engine. And I really used, almost used that up the first year. Now I'm just like stepping back and respecting and ha like having these boundaries because I realized that if I'm going to, if I'm going to come out of this program, mm. if I'm going to come out of this master's, which I want to do then I have to respect that all this energy is not supposed to be on these people, which I cannot save in this cause that I cannot, you know, save alone. I need to put it into my art and I need to put it in to like what I do best, which is yeah. my stories and my art. Like, wow. I, 
you know um, like everyone we're gonna go on a quick yeah. snack break and we will yeah. be right bye. bye welcome back from our snack break what y'all get for snack um it's an amazon i'm fasting oh, me too <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not fasting. I just had ice. I'm just been drinking coffee. What about mm. you, Carissa? I had a milkshake, so and a cigarette. <laughs> so I am just all around bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, before we started recording, I asked you how to pronounce your name, and you gave me this really complex explanation. <laughs> um, yeah. Can you like? Do you want to talk about that a little bit? I think, yeah, yeah. I think that's like really important. Um. Well, yeah. the The thing is, so my name is in Turkish. It's Sherife. Um. But that's my, you know, colonized name, right? Um. My real name, my Kurdish name, is Rohat. Rohat, right? Uh-huh. Um. The, the name my mom wanted to give me. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, the name your mom wanted to give you but couldn't because of the Turkish government. Basically. mostly well mostly that but also because of the fact that i was born a girl and my my um what is that that's grandma is it like when when it's your dad's mom is your grandma uh-huh yeah my grandma was really mad that i was born a girl so to make her happy yeah. they gave me her name so that was also the like both the government part but also the other part so wow yeah and and you know Rohat is is um a non-binary name actually unisex name and I also identify as non-binary so it's just I would have loved just carrying that name on but now I just you know when I go back to Gun, it's just either Share which is like also the Kurmanji way of saying Sharifa or just mm. Sharifa right and and but I, I like, like Share huh Share yeah it's it's like it's cute I like it too um, but my American friends and my English friends, they're just like, they don't they have a hard time saying Sharife or like Share. So just say um, Sharifa. And that's the Arabic version, right? So, right. And, and then when you look into the meaning of it, it, it has this. Um, like, you're has this through, really... like you threw up Sharifi, like you're, you're. Um... Yeah, yeah. What does Sharif yeah. mean in English? Mm. Is it pure? Yeah, I think, I mean, I, I actually read the, like, one of the meanings means, like, chastity and girl. Mm. <laughs> I cannot say that. I mean, you know, so it's this really pure woman, like, in, mm. in, the, in the Quran, and this, like, like made of sharaf, like, honesty, and, like, um, yeah, how do you define, right? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like, a purity, but um, just in, like, other aspects, too, of purity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the funny thing is, like, I have, I have a cousin in, in Turkey, and she moved from Gün to, like, the bigger city to study, and her Kurdish name is Zozan, like, with Z, right? And yeah. When, when she moved, she felt really, like, like Kurds are really, um, they have to assimilate for their own protection, because people do, not just only just bullying, but you also, like, you're quite, like, quite in danger, so you, you kind of want to go under, like, undercover, and... She did. She changed her name to Susan, like the Turkish version, which is with S, like Susan, right? Like yeah. the English version, Susan. And um, and I don't know if that 
affected her but i just noticed when i just i when i saw her later on like after that a couple of years later she she really changed a lot from the girl i knew in good like she really um she became very like this modernized and that's really good for her. like she you know came to the big city and had her like whole degree and all but she there's a part of her that just wasn't the old zozan that i knew and i don't know if that kind of changed with the name that made me really sad so i i understand that some of us have to sacrifice to like assimilate but like getting to learn enough because you know as i said i came here when i was five i didn't really get to learn kurdish like kurmanji enough mm -hmm. so i actually grew up on turkish and i'm so it makes me so sad a good kurdish like friend of mine she sent me like three emails but like uh that like has like files of like um pdfs of like how to learn sarani and i still haven't gotten into it but i'm, I'm gonna get into it one day but it's just like it's i just i feel cheated out of my 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 real self because that is my like Kurdish self and it's just it's also hard seeing like because many actually many Kurdish people here in the west and in, in, in Scandinavia and, and in Germany many of them actually support Erdogan while simultaneously being in a country that also gives them a disadvantage and it's just such a like just like you said a mind bug just like dude like you're such a like ironic like the irony of it all like how are you how are you supporting something that yeah you yeah. can't go back and support that because they don't want you coming back but you they also don't want you here like what are you thinking of? why are you supporting him like literally sending their votes to Erdogan from germany or denmark oh and just like, my I, god yeah and it's it's sad right like whereas yeah i don't know it's yeah uh, definitely like, and i think moments like oh my god i've i, I feel like i've told someone where like after I got off the phone with you, I had told like a friend of mine, like, it's so sad that I can't communicate with my fellow Kurd in Kurdish. Like we have to use English. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think I was the also friend. Just, huh? I was the friend you told me that. You were the friend. Yeah. <laughs> like it sucks, you know? Like we we're so but I noticed you and Pale actually, you do, you guys do speak a lot of like, Sora, is this Sorani you guys? It's body, it's body me. So it's very, it's body. closer okay. to Girmanji than it is to Sorani. Yeah, Sorani, okay. Um, yeah, we, we yeah. Um, even like when we talk separately, like on the phone and stuff, we, it's very mixed. Like we'll throw in like Kurdish words, we'll throw in English words. Um, Gahin, mm. he had a good term for that. What was it? Oh, um, wait, curdlish? Yes. No, curd, yeah. <laughs> curdlish, curd curdlish, or was yes. it curdlish or uh, kanglish? Kanglish? I don't it was know. Something like that, where it's like, yeah, that's how we, and that's like, I think, me in my day to day life, um, I just speak that in general. Like with my parents, it's very like it's mostly Kurdish and English, and then even when I go to work and like with my coworkers, American coworkers, I will find myself saying like, "Poshi this." And I'm like, eh, and then, oh, oh my god, me too. I say eh a lot yeah. too. Like, people will be speaking to me in English, and I'll be like, eh, and I'm like, kusa or wasa, and like, I, you know, and then I try to, and I'm like, oh crap, they, I don't think they understand what that means. <laughs> and I don't even think about it. Like, that's just how I like talk. Yeah, that's so funny. I mean, I, I, I don't have that much money like Kurdish friends here so I, I can't relate on that mm -hmm. way I think the way I think that the weird thing that I do is sometimes I'd have to explain my friends when I um when I express my love I will sometimes 
fight them. Yeah. Or like, or like aggressively just like tackle them or just like be super like just have this super cute aggression in my face and they're like what the what is wrong with you and i'm like you have to understand i grew up with this like kurdish love my kurdish moms and grandma and all that they, they have this aggressive way of loving like they were so like their love is so like you know just out here and and they like i had to convey that so like i i've had experience of like doing something like bodily like physically being like very like kurdish in my body a kurdish woman and then people are like wait why are you doing that why is why are you your face like that or something and i'm done like oh i just grew up like like my mom does this like my sisters and this is just how you know i was raised like this this very animated and expressive like yeah mm, yeah yeah, like, yeah. Oof. wow um so do you what are you currently are you is there anything that you're currently working on that you're excited about any projects that you're a part of um um well i've yeah i mean i'm doing the whole you know zoom online education thing like I'm, my school is doing what it can i guess uh to kind of <laughs> teach our guys um, um the, the students online but bes like besides being a part of the online um, education I'm I kind of got stuck for a while like yeah. not doing anything and god I miss painting but you know studios closed but um but I I did like I, I have some projects where I'm, I want to do a video um uh piece where I'm I'm talking about uh as I said earlier this experience of like being a minority in, in a white academy and I'm actually gonna you know take that article and that navigation guide and make it into like this kind of <laughs> um video like to sh i don't know how to explain but just like a survival of the fittest like you guys like i don't know like a comedy sketch maybe maybe yeah. not that much comedy into it but just kind of like make it um digestible for people to see it but then have that serious note of no this is actually pretty like i don't know like at one point i probably had a new critique because the question is would i be able to exhibit it or not mm. i probably would because i'm that I'm the type that likes to provoke, so I would be able to provoke <laughs> again with this video. But other than that, I'm just I'm trying to like just do my poetry, and I haven't painted for a while. I'm just trying to draw, keep that going. But yeah. I really miss the video. I mean, this whole Corona thing really put priorities in a whole new aspect for me. So yeah. Okay. Just... Yeah, and I'm I'm really excited about that about that new project and. Like, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, you know, we're in art school and we're studying, like, we're reading, like, Sara Ahmed's, you know, um, pieces and, and works like that. And, like, you know, in the future, it's like, I would love to be able to show my students that, you know, just to get a better <laughs> understanding of, like, or even this episode, you know? It's like, it's... Yes. We, we have to we have to do our part somehow and i think like i'm really excited and that's something that's like very much needed um, yes mm -hmm. this is no trust me this like i know for a fact that younger me uh is looking up to me right now and saying oh my god are you literally sitting here doing this right now i love you like i wish you know i had this when i was younger you know what i'm saying like this yes. is something that i know future gen they would be so happy to stumble up on this podcast and be like yes Kurdish women talking about art talking about like how hard it is out here and just I don't know it's just beautiful I I think it's amazing this is, I'm think glad so to too. and 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 the um the episode that we just published yesterday was with Bidi Shalmashi and she is like a phenomenal film Kurdish filmmaker from Rujhalat and like oh my god she's um 
like she was literally talking to us like her little sisters and she was like oh my god all of these like we were just like ah we don't know what to do this is this, this and she was like i had all these questions when i was your age and i'm so glad that like we're having this conversation and it's just like it's just this it's the tree that keeps giving and we're just hopefully it's just for generations and generations to come to just be able to benefit and, and take something away from it you know mm-hmm. um i mean yeah. i there was this really good tweet that was like that was like your ancestors want more for you than a than a mere bachelor's master's degree so like you know i don't mm. see my i don't see my education as the epitome of me i see that what i'm gonna do the work that i have to do not only an aspect of who i am as a, as a woman as a non non-binary person i still have like grappling with that because you know sometimes when I, I just talk with my mom so of course when i talk about my mom on the phone with my mom i'm not i can't really disclose that i like my gender and expression but you know i see myself as a non-binary person but yeah um, as a kurdish woman and a non-binary person and and all these aspects of me i see myself doing much more work for the future generations with you know the 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 gifts that I've been given, and that's that's the beauty of it, to be able to leave. I don't like the word legacy, but to be able to leave mm, a building that's not you know mm. finalized, but the future are able to build, keep building on it, just keep. Building. Yes, exactly, and it's one of those things where, like, when I find an artist who is coming out of the same region or, or or battling with the same things that I'm battling with. I feel like I get this sense of like peace and hope and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, yes, you know? Um, and it's one of, and I remember one of my professors, he's amazing um, at UT. He, his name is Rubens Ganas and he would like, he's been so good at just like giving me like so many like artists, like relevant artists, to um look at and and one day I asked him I said Ruben's like these artists that you give me are they're so good and it makes me feel so like I don't know it's like I don't know what to do I'm like consuming all this powerful work from these like powerful artists of color and I'm like what do I do now and he's like Nuveen it's not about like he's like you just have like they are building blocks you just gotta like step on not step on them but kind of just use get on like use like they're just use them to lift yourself up to go to the next place. You know what I mean? They're, they're paving the way for you to, to take it to the next level. And I think like that, that's like so important for all of us to just keep, um, keep doing. Right. And then, and then simultaneously just having this, this network, this connection, like I feel so like you're so you guys are so far away, but I feel so I feel less alone and I feel less like you're I don't not know, I alone. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. It's also like remembering that this is a feeling that I used to have and now I wanna like I wanna I wanna tell the future generation that you're like I was there myself and you know you just have to you know ask and you shall receive isn't that what they say like just Mm -hmm. and you'll find out that there are people just like you and yeah it's just and I think this pandemic has definitely like um kind of like showed the art world that like it really does not matter where you are in the world 
Um, I think mm-hmm. we all have like an idea of like, yeah, we got to live in this big city with the like wild art scene and this and that. And if we're not, we're like just shouting and nobody's hearing us, but it's so not true. Like I've been mm-hmm. seeing like artists connecting and it's like, you know, doing these like studio visits or through Zoom mm-hmm. or on Instagram live and this and that. And it's kind of like, it's sad that it had to take a pandemic to start doing this things like <laughs> yeah. this, but like, hey, you know, here mm-hmm. we are. Um Mm-hmm. But um, and we're all in this mm-hmm. together, and all in this together. Yeah, I feel like a big thing too yeah. that even we were just talking about like not long ago is that just because like we're Kurdish people, but just because we're in different parts of everywhere around the world, and it doesn't make me a less of a Kurdish person, it doesn't make you less of a Kurdish person, it doesn't make people in Kurdistan less of Kurdish people. Like we're all the same, and I think that it gets lost, and yes. and yeah, people like to discriminate against other Kurds. It's like, well, you're out there, you're in Europe, you're in America, you're in Canada, or wherever. Mm. It's like you know we're here and it's like the thing is is we didn't choose to be here mm. um mm. i i wasn't chose like i didn't choose to be born in america my parents didn't have a choice to immigrate to america and it's just and i think a lot of people forget that and it's like yeah obviously i i mm. recognize my privilege and i understand the privilege that i have but it's you know we need to just not come for each other and say well i'm more kurdish than you or you're not Kurdish enough, and it's... <laughs> or, like, it's kind of like the Press Olympics, yeah. too. And I, I, see that, <laughs> yeah. I see that in a lot of different spaces, mm. not just in, like, mm. Kurdish, like spaces, mm. but it's kind of like, I'm, let's let's compete for who's more mm-hmm. oppressed. And it's like, no, let's not. Let's actually, like, help each other get out of mm-hmm. mm. the shit that we're in. Um, yeah, or even, like, the language, you know? It's like, yeah... oh my god or like when people will call you out on like when you try oh my oh I actually put that performance up um of myself reading the Kurdish um like a Kurdish children's book and it was so bad but like you know um but I think a lot of um Kurds back home like to pick on us for not like having like the perfect Kurdish and it's like you know Mm -hmm. and it's like Mm. yeah well, that doesn't make me any less. And yeah, man, we're all we're all we all we're have all our issues. It. We all have yeah. our problems, and I think we all go through different. Yeah. It's and I think a big thing is, yeah, maybe you know we we have more privilege because we are in a quote unquote free country, other than them. And I think this is like an example recently that um we have heard about, and it's like, yeah that's true we're not going through the same same struggles you're going through but we're also going through our different struggles that you're not going through so it's Mm. you know we all have our battles and i don't think it's like one of those Mm. things like oh well i'm more sad than you or i'm i have more problems than you and it's like no no one's feelings are invalid and no problem is invalid and you know we just have to be able to like yes that part stop making it a competition Mm. Mm. it's like yeah what do you want to say you win you win yeah like but oh and then it's and then i think in in like in some like spaces where um oh my god i've heard people tell me my like not not my peers but i've heard i've heard some artists say like 
yeah, well, like, I'm oppressed too, you know? Like, you have a better chance of getting a job after you graduate than me, a white, male, straight artist. Oh, wow. It's like, that's not the point. It's like, we know, obviously, like, and for... (laughs) For example, like when we talk about, oh, like white people privilege, like obviously we know that there are white people who don't have privilege, who are, who did grow up, not maybe with a lot of money and had problems and issues and, Mm. you know, like we know this, Mm. but that's not the point. The point Mm. is it's not a competition about who's more oppressed. The point is, is to get rid of oppression in general. And exactly. We can only mm. do that by not discriminating. And when you start doing that, it's like, okay, well, if I compare myself to another minority and I say, well, look, I'm more impressed in that minority group. And it's like, no, all minorities have to stand together. And even people with privilege have to stand with the people who are oppressed and vice versa. And it's just, we need to, we need to know, we need to try to be equal and see other people as our equals whether they're more well, I don't know if it's that's easier yeah. said than done because we have to like the reality is that not all people mm-hmm. are equal you know what I mean like we can't deny the fact that institutional racism yeah. exists and that I know like, but see that's that's also a thing saying well we're not equal to them it's like no as people as individuals we are equal because there's no human that's better than the other but then we have things that where that's where oppression comes in that's where racism comes in it's like the institutions and government that do that and like that's not and that's the that's our fight the fight is that i think but, col- but the, i like the- i like how Duru says collective liberation mm, yes yeah and i think you know that's that's just the point and to you know at the end of the day it's like our fight is not with each other our fight is with the people who are oppressing us and you know we all have our battles and um and you know like with the yeah but then like i also oh were you gonna say something yeah um yeah um i just you just said I, i just thought about this thing you said where you were like um that it's about like the oppression like the whole problem is like being oppressed and the oppression mm-hmm. and and i just um i think yeah we're mm-hmm. not all equal and and i think the reason why we can't see each other as equal is because i mean i'm a firm believer that your character is not defined mm-hmm. by your race at all that's not mm-hmm. the case and that's why people always bash me for being super separatist or like you know the apostrophe uh, reversed racist which i'm not mm. the whole like your character def- your character is defined by your moral compass and the problem is that di- people have different perspectives on on reality and that they have different privileges which they're sometimes like blind to um to see and that what that's what creates these um you know type of people that roam earth um not making it a better space for for all of us collectively like like you said i mean because they're unaware of the privilege that they're born into like whether it's white privilege pretty privilege you know uh able body privilege like whatever it is like when you don't know yourself when you, you don't know what you're like the power you're born with and the, the, the privileges and the you know it creates insecurity not just within yourself but 
within the community that you have a you know role in and you have to have that humility within you to understand what your like cause and role is in other people's lives and when you don't know that you just create you're just a part of the chaos that already mm. exists and that's how people feel mm. unequal because they don't you know you we all have to create a safe i know i like safe space is such a overused word but we all have a part in creating a safer space in a bigger scale community-wise sense and collective-wise but also a smaller like it you know charity starts at home and it's just hard when mm. people don't see their own shortcomings because you know change starts yeah so but so i do believe you know it's it is a goal it is idealistic to be like you know be, being equal but i don't know it's like equi equity e equality e what like <laughs> the english word, e yeah. equality equity yeah i think there's like this um, equity yeah. and there's equality right yeah like, yeah, what is equity? I don't quite understand what equity means or equality. I think there's like two different. Well, I don't know about equity. Um, <laughs> equity. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm googling it. Right I don't know the meaning. The quality of being fair yes. and impartial. Oh, okay. And yeah. Um, and how do you how do you manage? Oh my God. Okay, maybe this will be the last thing. And I mean, we're gonna definitely would love to have you back on. This is just the beginning. This is yeah. the Thank primer. You, we're just dipping our I toes in the water. <laughs> but um, what about like how do you manage or how do you manage being the only person of color in like an art academic environment and feeling like you're you're the um the angry you know that angry <laughs> yeah, Middle yeah. Eastern girl where you're like so passionate and you're talking and talking and everyone's mm. just looking at you with blank faces because they have no <laughs> idea they don't have the capacity you know it's like you know just so uninterested yeah. and where I mean one of my friends once told me because I like talked about this before how I feel like I'm just shouting and nobody's hearing like nobody hears me you know mm, and in mm. these spaces and um and he is he was it was pretty funny he said yeah I bet they're just like oh can we get this girl a country we're tired you know like <laughs> can somebody get this girl a country already <laughs> but how do you like and and then even this feeling it's this this it's this double consciousness that um mm, is coined mm. by w-e-b dubois dubois that you know is just like we can't as being a minority in the west you you can't help but like look at yourself through the lens of them of yes of, mm. you know what i mean of yeah. um and 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 where it's like I see myself as this girl that's just loud and talking and and is shouting, mm. um, or even like you know maybe I'm projecting. Maybe I'm see myself like every like oh I can like imagine the the eyes being rolled every time like a topic comes up and I'm like okay I'm ready to talk about this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like justice yeah, yeah. warrior princess whatever. So yeah. Anyways, like do you ever? how do you deal with situations like that <sighs> um i <laughs> i i or can you relate to it maybe yeah, not i don't yeah. know yeah no I, I and just like you said maybe i'm projecting girl you're not because i feel the same way about you like that's why we also have this friendship because i really mm -hmm. feel like i can draw power from you know like talking to you and, and i'm so glad to like i know you and i think um not only i mean like you know, I was also, I also have a fragile mental health. And so I, I, I have to, you know, sometimes ask myself, 
when I'm being the, you know, loud, strong, assertive brown person, activist, whatever, which is like such a burdensome, unwarranted, like lifetime status, which, you know, a lot of labor, but, but I have to, I, I know I come off as aggressive and I know that I can, I can seem that way, even though like you and I know that comes from a passionate place, but it's, it's just, I have to choose if I'm going to be complicit in the silence and let the enemy and the, mm-hmm. the enemy as in, you know, the people being in, in the silent, the, the, the oppressor, if I'm going to let them win or if I'm going to stay silent. And you know what? Sometimes I got to pick my battles. Some days I just don't have the, pa- I just, I've, I've, I've had anxiety attacks. I've been like, I got to go home. Mm-hmm. I can't be here because someone straight up like evil eyed me <laughs> while I was saying something like, I have to go home. No, no. I, you know how much I believe in Nazar. I don't like this space right now. I'm going to go. So, and then other days I'm just like, like machine gun. I can't stop it. And I'm going to, I have to see my, like, I have to say something because no one else is going to say it. Cause I know how people work now in that school. And it's just, you know, it's just, I don't like, it's the, it's the question of, I can't be silent because then it's going to be complicit within their, because they're already silent. They're already silent. I can't be, I can't be another brick in the wall. I have to be conscious of it. And that's a big, yeah, it, it is. Yeah. It, it's, it shouldn't just be on me, but for now it is. And you know, like this is this month, the school has gotten like new students in. I don't know who they are. I hope some of them are, you know, minorities, but you know, even if they're not, it's mm-hmm. cool. I just, I just, you know, it, you just got to do what you got to do and you just got to, believe in it and i do i believe yeah. that speaking out and and not staying silent oh. is the way to go so and i'm and i'm doing it with my work so you know i'm i'm excited to show you the video and well, that was oh very awesome <laughs> also you know that's very brave and strong to be able to recognize when you do need a break sometimes because i think a lot of people can get lost and it's like you know you do have to also take care of yourself too and you know being able to recognize situations mm. where you need to maybe take yourself out of that and i think that's that's very strong for you to be able to do and yes good job you're doing great you know <laughs> thank you. and yeah, yeah. So, um yeah, thank you guys thank so much you. For me. Um, thank you um <laughs> We will connect maybe your socials. Let us know which ones you want us to like add to the link of this episode. Sure. This was freaking mm-hmm. awesome. Thank you so much for coming yes. on. Thank you. Thank great. you. Thank you. <laughs> and I would really I'm gonna I'll I'll like talk to you after, but I I really would love to show like a little preview of that performance that you did with the with the yeah. red ribbon. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure, sure okay. Yeah, well, everyone, Um, see you in another episode. And thank you for listening into this one. And thank you for all your support recently. And I am Pan. And I am Nuveen. And we are Dhukistan. (laughs) Yes. Bajit Dhukistan. Bajit New Wave Podcast. Bajit Duhuk on And every, yo, and protesters and Duhuk, please, yes. please, please stay and safe. Yeah, well, I think we should definitely have a podcast episode about that recently. And yeah. But yeah. yeah. See you all next okay. time. Bye. We love you. Bye. Bye.